simply syndicated towers in the United Kingdom, and from our intrepid reporters throughout the United States, comes all the movie news that's fit to listen to. This is Simply Syndicated Movie News. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Movie News. Today we're just going to start and see where we end up. <laughs> That's usually how we go. It is. Well, there, there are a couple of things I know we're going to get to at some point, so that, that's going to be okay. Um, there's plenty to talk about. It's going to be Nobody fun. died. Nobody died again. Um, actually, somebody did. Uh, an actress from the Waltons passed away, but did any of us watch the Waltons? Good night, I Jim did Bob. when I was a kid. Um, which one? Oh, God, I cannot remember her name. <laughs> See, I didn't watch the Waltons. I just happened to catch uh, it on the, when I was going through Newsfeed the other day. Uh, but she was 83, so, um, yeah. Oh, it had to I, be, like, the mother or something. No, it, was, it wasn't Michael Learned. It was somebody else. Um, oh, that's right. Wow, I haven't heard her name in forever. Right, hang on. I, I, I have a weird thing I've just thought of. What? Wh- when was the Waltons made? Let's see. In the seventies, seventy-three, four, something like that. So I'm just, I'm just seventy-one to eighty-one. That so, long? Yeah, that's that's when it the, the depression didn't last that long. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. So seventy-one to eighty-one, and it was about people living in the time of. Hang on. The Great Depression. <laughs> they yeah, were uh, a farm family living during the Great Depression. I'm just checking. We are now further away from the the release of the Waltons than the Waltons was away from the time period it was covering. Yes, <laughs> that's scary, isn't it? Yeah, because the time they're covering 1933 to 1946. So we're about passing that point, aren't we? Without doing serious, precise maths that I'm not bright enough to do while I'm talking about something else in my head. I was under the impression there would be no math today. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. But so, yeah, that's just, it's like, you know, how we're further away from Back to the Future than Back to the Future was from the past that they went to. So depressing all around, really. <laughs> so there you go. We're old and so is the Waltons. Good start. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm, go- I'm jumping into Razzie nominations. Let's do that. Because that's Let's always it. fun. It's right. So worst picture. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, Dirty Grandpa, Gods of Egypt, Hillary's America, The Secret History of the Democratic Party. That sounds like a laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Independence Day Resurgence and Zoolander number two. See, that's a tough one. I saw one of those. (laughs) I've seen three of those. Oh, wow. Yes. I've seen Batman vs. Superman, Dirty Grandpa, and Independence Day Resurgence. Um, Before we go any further, I just want to, I need to know this. What on God's green earth made you watch a movie called Dirty Grandpa? I was about to ask the exact same question. It has Robert De Niro (laughs) in it. Robert De Niro. He's done some sneakers lately. And and let me tell you, let me tell you, Jen. (laughs) Boy, is this one of them. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I think it might be his worst. 
I, I really do. I don't know, considering he was pretty bad in that Rocky and Bullwinkle live action film as Fearless oh, Leader. But, but Dirty that was Grandpa. fun. Oh, but Dirty Grandpa, honestly, it was it was so horrendous. Just so horrendous. Um, I, I can't, I have no words, really. It, it was by far the worst thing I've seen in recent memory. Um, and, and just, that's saying something because you watched some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, and the, the main difference is, I mean, with, with a lot of shit that I watch, it, there's no pretense about it. It is what it is. People have done what they've tried to do with the budget that they've got. But when you're given, say, $120 million and Robert De Niro and mm-hmm. you come away with a shit movie, then I, I think it, there's more of a right to be pissed off at you. You know, of course, mm-hmm. there are some oh, yeah. shit films because some shit films are made for 10 grand with your mates. So, of course, they're not as good. But this this had millions of dollars, Zac Efron and Robert De Niro. And more than that, actually, because now I have to look it up because it had the, the girl from Parks and Rec in it as well. And they just, you know, to, to not be able to make a good film out of that is quite annoying. Mind you, you can't That's... make a, a good film out of a bad script, and this had an awful one. Mm. Aubrey Plaza. See, that's that's my beef with Independence Day. Everyone's like, oh, why don't you just relax and enjoy it for just a crap? And I'm like, no. no. That was like a $150 million film. It had no right to suck. Yeah, absolutely. But it did. And, well, it was basic, wasn't it basically just a, a redoing of the no, first No, I'm talking one the just... original. Oh. I hated the original so much, I'm still pissed about it. Well, the, fir- the first one is certainly not a masterpiece, but at least it's fun just watching all the explosions. No, it was just garbage. I, Absolute crap. I, I agree with both of you on that point. <laughs> that has, I, I really do. That's not even me sitting on the fence. No, it was a fucking awful movie, and it was fun watching the explosions, but the awfulness of the movie wasn't justified, but the explosions were awesome. And I've been having that <laughs> argument internally since 1990-whatever, and one day it will destroy me. And that's what we say about every single Micah Bay film ever created. Yeah. You you remember uh, (laughs) IHU, the episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, where they can, Mm -hmm. it's revealed that by showing the the Q, sorry, the the Borg, a picture of an impossible object, it will just end up fucking over the Borg because they'll try and process (laughs) it and eventually it will just shut them all down. Roland Emmerich did that to us when he released Independence Day. (laughs) Fair enough. For years and years. Is it any, but it's, they get the thing with a Macintosh computer. But yeah, Will Smith punches the alien and says, welcome to Earth and smokes the cigar and we all cheer. And oh, but it has Harry Connick Jr. in it. And oh, it's, you know. And Brent Spiner in a weird yeah, cameo. Independence Day. Is, is it brilliant or awful? Because I really don't know. I, I really don't know. It is both. I think, it's, I think it is both. The second one, however. No shit. argument, piece of shit. <laughs> There's no discussion there. There's no. It has no redeeming features, and makes me feel bad for Brent, Brent Spiner because uh, he's a lead role in that film. Right? That's a sad thing because I still remember distinctly when he stopped doing Star Trek Next Gen that he wanted to to really break away from that character. So he did a lot of really crazy zany roles after that that were not Data. And I think it's, apart from Threshold, killed his career. <laughs> I f- bloody loved well, Threshold. 
Yeah, I am. I am still sore that they ended it because it could have been so much more awesome than it was. And it had Peter Dinklage before he was Game of Thrones famous. Yes, and that's was, how actually the first time I saw him, and I was like, "This guy is awesome!" Wasn't and he? I found out he yeah. was going to be Tyrion Lannister. I was like, oh, "He's the perfect guy." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He was brilliant in that, and and just stand out head and shoulders above the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. And they killed it before the end of the first season. Terrible. Yeah, it was only what. 12 episodes or something yeah it was just trying to be a, a different a new x-files or something i think and i don't know it, it had it could have been better than it was and it, it just wasn't though which was a shame but in independence day resurgence i don't know that it ever stood a fucking chance really the film no one asked for mm. <laughs> no one asked for that um i'm we're skirting over Hillary's America, the secret history of the Democratic <laughs> Party. Um, I, I That's, that may that, win. <laughs> um, I, I'm going uh. to look it up. I'm going to type the name of the movie into Google and, and see what comes back. Little prediction won't be positive about Hillary. Just my it has an IMDb page. So this was theatrically released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a documentary. Documentary, uh, documentarian Dinesh D'Souza uh, analyzes the history of the Democratic Party and what he thinks are Hillary Clinton's true motivations. Like she'd like to be president, clearly. What? Anyway, it does not. Five point seven out of ten on IMDb. They've disabled comments and stuff by now, though, haven't they? That's wow, is that is that better or worse than Digby? I don't know, actually. What is Digby 5.3? Digby is... Sorry, just looking it up. Digby, the biggest dog in the world, 1973. Digby is 5.2 at the moment. So it's apparently better than Digby. Um, (laughs) I bet it's not as fun as Digby. (laughs) Probably not. I'm going to go out on that. Right. It's got 4% on Rotten Tomatoes, I can tell you that much. Mm. 2 on Metacritic. So So it may win. It may win the Razzie. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, I don't know. Part of me would be slightly interested to see it, just to see what fucked up shit's in it. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather watch that than Dirty Grandpa again, put it that way. <laughs> you know. Wow. Gods of Egypt, I haven't seen, uh, but that's the the Christian Bale's an Egyptian one, isn't it? Uh, it's not no, Bale. no, it's it's, not uh, it's uh, Jamie Lannister as as oh, Anubis. Right. It, it was Anubis the one where it was. He... Well, it was all the Egyptian gods played by white guys. Pretty much, uh, and, and uh, Bert, Bert Butler was Osiris, I think, uh, and Jamie and uh, uh, the gentleman who plays jamie lannister whose name i cannot nicholas that guy he was <laughs> one of the other gods and i think he was anubis i what a horrible idea wrong. what what just a horrible idea though like, yeah even the the humans were white people <laughs> well we we talked about it on the show about yeah. three weeks before it came out there was an, an article by the director that it, it was about the whitewashing of the cast and essentially, it, it, it boiled down to, meh. <laughs> yeah, we did it. Oops. 
<laughs> so the movie was pretty much fucked before it even came out. Yeah, there's no justification there. It's uh, I, I just see that bit beyond the the whitewashing bit of it, right? So okay, technically that's incredibly racist. But even remove that from it, it's still shit, isn't it? You've made yeah. a film about Egyptians in Egypt and you didn't cast Egyptians. How, I mean, fucking hell. No brainer. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Gerard Butler was set and uh, Nicolaj Koster while he's Danish uh, he was exactly. Horace. <laughs> he was Horace. Okay. Uh, still. Just, just don't make that film. It's a shit idea. That's the... That's ultimately the problem, and then it turns out to be really racist. It's not going to do well. Uh, incidentally, the next category is worst actor, and Gerard Butler is on there for Gods of Egypt, oh, 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 <laughs> and yes. and London Has Fallen, which I have seen and was a piece of shit. Mm. Um, it's actually funny. You know how on one of the talk shows they do mean, mean tweets, and they have the the uh, celebrities read mean tweets about themselves. Yes. One of them had Gerard Butler, and he was on it, and the, the tweet was, why does Gerard Butler keep making shitty films? And <laughs> yeah. he said, is it just for the money? And he actually responded, actually, yeah, it is for the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they pay me. Otherwise, I'd be at home playing PlayStation. <laughs> you know, it, it's a job, surprisingly enough. Um, the the nominations here for Worst Actor are Ben Affleck, Gerard Butler, Henry Cavill, Robert De Niro, Dinesh D'Souza from Hillary's America, and he's playing himself, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's that's he's being given worst performance as himself. He's just not believable as a person. And uh, <laughs> Ben Stiller in Zoolander number two, which I have nothing to say about. But I'm gonna blame you know, I'm laying that down at Robert De Niro. Like, dude, you're Robert fucking De Niro. You know? Has Gerard, Butler, has Gerard Butler got an excuse? No, he's just he's just a jobbing actor. He's, he really is just doing it for the money. But Robert De Niro. I thought Gerard sake. Butler was was Scottish. He is, yes. Okay. I said jobbing actor. Like, oh, I thought like, you said German actor. No. I'm like, no, 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 he's Scottish. <laughs> no, he yeah, is. I thought, I thought you said German too. But <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, definitely Scottish. Uh, but I would like to see Dinesh D'Souza win that because I, I think... <laughs> Being himself, great. Yeah, winning worst actor <laughs> as yourself is is incredible. Moving mm, on well, to, I, I think we can say fair. I think it's fair to say that while Batman v Superman was not a good movie, I don't think it was any of the actors' fault that it sucked. No, I don't either. I don't think Henry Cavill was bad in it. I don't think, you know, Ben Affleck's still my favorite Batman now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, certainly uh, I, I think they all did exactly what Zack Snyder wanted them to do, which was shit all over both franchises. Yes. Oh, Fuck oh, Zack okay. Snyder. <laughs> mm. Yeah. For worst actress, we have Mega, Megan Fox. Tyler Perry. That's that's a man. So I'm, <laughs> well, I'm assuming... Well, he he, he cross-dresses in a lot of his... Yeah, he did. There you go. So he's on there. Uh, Julia Roberts. Uh, Becky Turner as Hillary Clinton in Hillary's America, The Secret History of the Democratic Party. They're child shipping through Pizza Hut, aren't they, or something like that? Is that one of the things that the Democrats are secretly doing? They're, they're... What? No, that was that was that was something else. That was a bullshit alt right conspiracy yeah. theory. That was just yeah. I don't I don't know yeah. if that was they're, anyway. They're, anyway, Naomi Watts for quite a few things. <laughs> uh, Shailene Woodley for the Divergent series. 
Uh, oh, I've not seen any of those because they. I've seen the first awful. one. I, I saw the first one to, again to see what the hype was about, and she's basically being Jennifer Lawrence in another you know, dystopian film. Right, that was the impression I got. And uh, why do that when you can get Jennifer Lawrence in probably yeah. a better because film? they can't afford Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> that's true. She's expensive now. That that's very true, but not as expensive. As a male actor, as we've learned. Sadly. I still I shouldn't have brought that up because I have issues with it, but it's that's beyond this. But anyway, we're supporting actress. Julianne Howe for Dirty Grandpa, Kate Hudson in Mother's Day, Aubrey Plaza in Dirty Grandpa, Jane Seymour in Fifty Shades of Black, Celia Ward for Independence Day Resurgence, and Kristen Wiig in Zoolander number two. See, Kristen Wiggs, the most likely you should have known better thing, but she'll be friends with Ben Stiller, I would imagine. Yeah. Jane Seymour, Fifty Shades of Black. Well, which is a parody of Fifty Shades of Grey, and it's which in itself is a parody of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Remember, so girls, to speak. if he wasn't a millionaire, it would be a Criminal Minds episode. Just <laughs> We're yeah, <laughs> we're supporting actor Nicolas Cage. I needn't go on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how is he not just the worst actor every year? I don't know. Uh, but they've also nominated Johnny Depp, Will Ferrell, Jesse Eisenberg, Jared Leto, and Owen Wilson. See, Jared Leto, it's not his fault. He shouldn't know. He just had a lot of his scenes cut. I stand by that. I really do. Yeah, that's true. Owen Wilson's never been good in anything, so to mention it seems unfair. He's been good in... uh, It's like like picking on me for being a shit footballer. I've never never said otherwise. You know. Owen Wilson pretty much just plays Owen Wilson in every film he's in. Yeah, he's never played a role in his life. He's just turned (laughs) up and read lines. He's never been a character. Don't be ridiculous. Anyway... Worst screen combo. Um, ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. Uh, any two Egyptian gods or mortals in Gods of <laughs> Egypt. Gosh. Johnny Depp okay. and his costume in Alice Through the Looking Glass. <laughs> the entire cast of once respected actors in Collateral Beauty. Uh, Tyler Perry in that same old worn out wig in... Uh, Boo, uh, Medea Halloween. Yeah, Halloween, yeah. And Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson in Zoolander 2. Somebody needs to stop Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. But actually, if anyone's in a position to do that, please feel free to stop uh, Adam Sandler and Kevin James first. Uh, yeah, Adam Sandler needs to just be put in a white room for a while because, really. <laughs> At least he's kind of locked up by Netflix right now. You know, like in the the sixth Nightmare on Elm Street film, Wes Craven confesses that he writes the Nightmare on Elm Street movies to keep the evil of Freddy Krueger contained in those films. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what Netflix did when they signed up Adam Sandler for a six-movie deal. You know, just keep him in there. Keep him locked (laughs) up. You don't have to click on it. It won't be advertised everywhere because no one cares. You'll just hear stories about how he upset an entire nation of Indians. Or Americans, sorry. And, or something. Uh, See, the, yeah. the thing is with with Ben Stiller. I don't like Ben Stiller, 
and I will freely admit I have no reason to not like Ben Stiller aside from uh, there's something about Mary. I saw that movie and I hated it so much that it soured me on Stiller forever and ever and ever. And I understand he's a nice guy. And I I did enjoy the Royal Tenenbaums. um, Which I hate that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Adam, Adam Sandler. You know, I would like to lock Adam Sandler and Mitch McConnell in a Thunderdome and just weld the door shut. Hey, Two scumbags enter, no one leaves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, if you ever get a chance, Rick, to see The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, that was Ben Stiller, but it was a, it was not crazy zany Ben Stiller. Um, it was actually very good. I was, really? I was like okay. waiting for him to go zany, and he he didn't. He was actually very straight in it. There was like a couple of kind of out there scenes, but that's kind of the point of the story is that he daydreams a lot. Yeah. So yeah. And it was actually a very good film. I also like mystery men. So uh, mystery men was also zany, but I mean, where else are you going to see Paul Rubens in his comeback (laughs) role as the spleen? The spleen. (laughs) (laughs) See, I, 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 not to rush to the defense of Ben Stiller, but yeah, I, I think there are, there are, there are films you could visit that, you you genuinely enjoy because the the I mean the thing is I get that there's something about Mary thing because it's it's difficult I'm actually trying to find the name of the is it the Farley brothers who directed it mm-hmm. and don't care right <laughs> they they are in my opinion of questionable ability when it comes to deciding what's funny and what's not. Farrelly. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Because um, mm-hmm. they've directed some truly fucking unwatchable films. And something about Mary is only just on the right side of watchable. It has its moments, and I, I'm, I've not seen it for some time, and I, I'm, but I'm seriously willing to bet it has not aged well, even from where it started. So if you didn't like it, I have no argument against that. You know, well, not only didn't I, did I not like it? Um, my, my, my friend, Carol, who's like, she's my best. We, we dated when I was 17 and she was 35 and we've been friends ever since. Um, and she took me to see the movie and I hated it and we got in a fight because I hated it. (laughs) So not only did I have a bad experience at the cinema, it was also one of the biggest arguments my best friend in the world and I ever had because for some reason she was just incensed that I hated it. Mm. Yeah. I, I see what you, what you say. So I, I think there are just a few things on the Ben Stiller list. You could, I seriously recommend the Starsky and Hutch movie. I have not seen it, but I've heard the dance scene in it is pretty good. You know, Kennedy used to rave about that film. <laughs> I, I really do enjoy that film and it's, it's really genuinely a funny film. Uh, and another Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. Theory. It is. Um, but I think it's, <laughs> it's the best one of those. And it's, it's, it's kind of what gave them license to go on making films ad nauseum uh, forever. Cause they did that. Um, and it's, it's definitely worth a watch. I recommend it a lot. Uh, even though Owen Wilson is just being Owen Wilson, but they know yeah. he is. So they're kind of okay with it. And, <laughs> Do you know what? Meet the Parents, the first one, has def- has warmed to me over the years. Um, I'm, I kind of find it a sweet, nice film now, and he's quite funny in that. So I, 
give those a go. But definitely the Starsky and Hutch movie. Oh, and Dodgeball. Oh, Dodgeball has some that's moments. One I, but... That's one I need uh, to see. I... It's, uh... You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Important lesson in life, that. And you'll get it from there. Yeah. See, that has pleasant memories for me because I remember watching that movie when I first started seeing Alison. So that's, uh-huh. that's a positive thing. Oh, okay. I was kind of bragging because I had a kind of pirate copy of it at the time. Mm. Like, hey, <laughs> check out how cool I am. Stick with me, girl, and you'll see movies before their regular theatrical release. <laughs> oh, yeah. Worked, didn't it? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. worst, worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel. Alice Through the Looking Glass, Batman versus Superman, Fifty Shades of Black, Independence Day Resurgence, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows, and Zoolander number two. Um, That's a tough one. That's really a is, tough isn't it? One. Really <laughs> is. Gosh. I mean. They're wow. all equally bad, I think. Yeah, uh, I can't. I'm just looking at the listing, but they're, they're all equally bad. I mean, there are. So, that said, you see, I've seen two of them. I willingly sat and watched those. And there's no way on earth I would sit and watch Fifty Shades of Black. It just w- it wouldn't happen. It would have to be a Clockwork Orange scenario for me to see that <laughs> film. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you could talk me into based on the bit of Megan Fox I've seen in that film. So, Is that a bit we haven't seen yet? Uh, I don't know. There's not much you haven't seen. I don't know there are bits you haven't seen, but the bits we have seen are always worth looking at again. And half of it's plastic anyway. I was going to say she was, uh, yeah, before she had the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, additions (laughs) put in, she was a lot cuter in my opinion, but, but Hey, anyway, Mm. uh, so I don't know. I think I kind of want to pick 50 shades of black, uh, because I think, is it, which is it a Wayne's brother? Yes, it is. I'm pretty sure. I know there's Wayne's brothers in it. In Fifty Shades? Marlon Wayne. Fifty Wayne's. Shades of Black, which is the spoof version. Oh, it's a spoof. Okay. I hadn't yeah. even heard of it. I, I knew there was a Fifty Shades sequel. I, uh, okay. Never mind. That's Fifty Shades Darker, which just came right. out. Okay. Written by Marlon Wayans. Now, I think Marlon Wayans might be one of the least funny human beings ever to live. Uh, that's mm. that's my opinion. Maybe maybe some people find his fun, find him funny. I don't know. This film exists. It got funded. It's been released. Um, uh, for some reason, you know. they keep giving the Wayans Brothers stuff, just like they keep giving <coughs> Michael Bay stuff and M Night Shyamalan. Somebody's got to be watching these movies. I know I am not the demo they're aiming at, but I am just amazed. Yeah, that people keep saying, "Yeah, well, here's here's money. Yeah, go I, shit into a camera." <laughs> I mean, it's I I get that there is such a thing as humor aimed at people of races other than mine. That's cool. That's that's absolutely fine. I like that, and I see these people on YouTube, on Netflix, etc. And sometimes when you're looking for a new stand-up comedian, you'll find someone you think I'm not who you're aiming at, and that's cool. But with Dame, with Marlon Wayans, I think he's genuinely just not funny. It's not that I'm not black. It's that's not what it is. It's it's that he's really fucking awful. Yeah, in my humble opinion, the only way his brother that's actually funny is Damon, and his son by by proxy. His son's actually pretty funny. Um, the rest Ma- of them, 
yeah. not so much. With I think they were Dungeons really good. They were really good at sketch comedy. You know, on uh, Living Color, they were great. Uh, but I think when you when you try to take that and turn it into a ninety minute film, mm. yeah. I, I mean, how many times have we seen that formula not work with SNL alums? You know, it's it's a different thing. Pretty Just much. because you can do the one doesn't mean you can do the other. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I mean, he was in Requiem for a Dream, so I I don't think he's devoid of purpose and and that sort of thing. You know, I think he can be good at what he does, uh, but he shouldn't do comedy like that. Um, I'm, instantly, you see known on, on his IMDb page, films he's known for. Scary Movie 2 is, I think, one of the worst films ever made, ever in the history of anything. And that's just, taints it all, really. Moving on. Worst screenplay. <laughs> oh, do you know what? They're all the same fucking movies. <laughs> it's, it's just it you know we, we've said um needless to say hillary's america is pretty much in every uh category except worst prequel remake ripoff or sequel um so yeah i look forward to seeing who wins normally adam sandler is all over this um <laughs> and he's, but he's doing netflix right now so yeah hillary's he's in america. that awful tv show TV series is it technically a TV series when it's on Netflix? We've discussed this before. Mm. I still think no, but I don't know what it is. It's not a TV show, just because it's on. Well, no. Yeah, way to knock over the can of worms, Jen. This is in my <laughs> brain. Now. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's not a TV show. It's not broadcast on TV. You could watch it on your iPad. It's not an iPad show, is it? But you could watch Big Bang Theory on your iPad if you go to the right website. So exactly. So is 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 that still a TV show? Well, I think we we're okay <clears throat> with it. Yes, because it's broadcast television, and that still fits into yeah. the old realm of what is a TV show? Something that's on TV that fits. But Netflix is House of Cards a TV show? I don't think it is. But I don't know what it then is. So I still haven't found a good name for podcast. So I'm not moving <laughs> on to this one. Uh, since, well, since we've talked about the Razzie, should we talk about the Oscars? We what? can. Or do yeah. we want to skip the Oscars? Well, let's go, the Oscars are tomorrow. So what, what, haven't we done? We've done some Oscar talk already. We've been through the nominations. Um, so I, I don't know if anything has changed. I haven't I don't I haven't seen any Oscar films since the nominations actually. Cuz they well, Rick's all... obviously seen hidden figures so Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we talked about I that. Loved it. Hidden yeah. fences. Hidden <laughs> yeah. fences, that's right. <laughs> Blame the globes for that. Um Oh, you know what? I okay, here's here's a question. And and uh just because I I wasn't here last week and I, for for reasons both stupid and sublime, I haven't heard last week's show. Did y'all talk about Lego Batman? No. No, for I have not seen Lego Batman. Have you seen it, Jen? No, I have not yet. You guys have to see Lego Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard good Lego things. Lego Batman. It's awesome. It is, it is so much fun. 
yeah, when when last we when last I was here, I was supposed to have seen it before we talked before the show, uh, and then because my daughter misbehaved, we didn't get to go see it, and then we saw it that Sunday, uh, mm. a week ago Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so much freaking fun. Uh, it, it, it if you if you saw the Lego the the Lego movie, you know it's very much in that same vein. Or you know, it, you know, Batman is in the Lego movie. Yeah, and and it's kind of that. It, it's I mean, if if their tongues were any further into their cheeks, they'd look like they were dipping. <laughs> um, but the jokes and the references come so fast and so furious. It's hard to keep up. I need to see the movie again just to catch the half of the movie I didn't catch the first time through. Um, and it encompasses and references just about every incarnation of Batman, including the 1966 Adam West stuff. Mm. Um, it's, it is just, it's so much fun. It, the pacing is brilliant. The people that make the Lego movies are geniuses. Uh, and you know, I know that we we often get into the trap of don't overhype something because then it won't be, live up to expectations. I don't know that I can overhype this movie. It was just if you're a fan of Batman in any way, shape, or form, your fandom will be represented at some point in this movie. Um, and it's just it's silly, it's fun, it's touching, uh, it, it's consistent to itself. There are more cameos than you can shake a stick at. Uh, if you play the Lego video games, you'll get you'll get references in that to that. It's just I, there is nothing bad about this movie, and you can take your kids to see it. Because um, I took my daughter, who's five years old, to see this movie, and she <laughs> okay. It was funny. I didn't realize that my my uh, my canon snobbery come is genetic. Okay, mm. <laughs> I. I I've always had a problem with like Star Trek novels and Star Trek comic books and stuff, not because I want to have a problem with them, but because my brain just can't process how does this fit into the actual, you know, how does this fit into Star Trek, especially when some of the novels are really, really bad and the characters are badly written. Um, And, you know, like the old gold key comics that look nothing like the TV show. I always had a problem with those as a kid trying to make those fit into the Star Trek universe. Well, we see we 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 see uh, Lego Batman, and she's having a blast during the movie. I'm sitting there next to her, watching her have a good time and mm-hmm. hearing her laugh and stuff like that. Movie movie ends, and I say, "So, did you like it? No. Why not?" And this is a bit of a spoiler, folks, but it's it's a Lego movie, so it's not like uh, <laughs> she goes. Barbara Gordon's not supposed to be the commissioner. Okay, well. All right. And Alfred's not supposed to fight. Well, yeah, he did in some of the shows. And, and, and there aren't supposed to be giant monsters. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> she is all totally like feet first into this. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. I yeah. love it. And you will, you will be reminded at one point I was like, damn, this movie must have cost them a fortune in, in getting the rights to use this character and that character. And then I realized it's a Warner Brothers film. So they they yeah. already have all of this stuff. So mm-hmm. um, it is a lot of fun. I highly recommend the Lego Batman movie. Excellent. I will I will look out for this then. I'll I'll make a point of seeing it because I don't know. I haven't seen the Lego movie, so you I don't need to. Oh, no, I know it's not a sequel. It's but 
it's I, yeah yeah i just so i didn't i just didn't get caught up in the hype of lego things it's the i don't know should i be playing the computer games as well yes because, yes right. they're fun as hell lego star wars is brilliant yep okay i'll i might look into that one as well then because there are lots of uh lego games for the 3ds so we'll see the thing about the lego games is they are much like the movie they are aimed at a younger audience so the gameplay is relatively simple uh but there's tons of stuff that adults will get in in in, one one of my favorite things in the lego star wars the, the the a new hope is if you go through the right door it opens up to a room that's got a hot tub with three stormtroopers wearing only their helmets sitting in the hot tub. And they just kind of look at you like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just silly little shit like that is all over the place in these games. Well, I, I will give that a go then. I'll give that a go. I, yeah, uh, I, I oh. actually started on my first Pokemon properly last night and it, I haven't got a fucking clue what I'm doing. <laughs> What are you supposed to do? Just like collect these things and make them fight each other. That's horrible. It's horrible. It upsets me. Anyway, that's I've always not... rather found the, the concept of Pokemon to be pretty horrific, but yeah, uh, you know. it's just weird. I thought I was okay with it, but I'm not. I'm not in the end. It's animal yeah. slavery. It is animal slavery, and it's like dog fighting. It really is. It's mm, it is. Just, yeah, but hey, it's for kids. <laughs> <laughs> But Pikachu's so adorable. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I haven't found Pikachu yet. I don't know if if that's even in it or or what. I don't know. I just know there was a campaign a little while ago to have it so that when our police officers used their tasers, they were forced by law to yell out Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> um, that did not. It didn't take. Unfortunately, I would have. I would have enjoyed that. I must admit. I. I, I might have signed that particular petition to have that debated in Parliament, but yeah. <laughs> As it is, they can still tase you without having to shout Pikachu. In, if I was a police officer, I would choose to shout Pikachu as I tase <laughs> someone. But hey, you know. Um, Perhaps it's just as well you did not choose that career path, sir. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> I would not have lasted long. I would not have lasted long. Anyway, Patrick Stewart's not going to be Professor X anymore. He's done. Yeah. Did you know that? He says he's done, and uh, supposedly Hugh Jackman's done too, but we'll see. <laughs> he said that before. Yeah. yeah. I, has, I'm not surprised that Stewart is finally done with it. He, how long has he been? He's been playing for, what, 20 years now? Yeah. You kind of forget, has it, don't it, you? It's, uh, let's see. The first one came out. The first X-Men came out in what? 90-something. I was still at school. Hang on, I have IMDb here, and yes, stupidly just typed in X-Men. Oh, 2000. I wasn't still at school. So it's been okay, 17 it's 16, years. 17 years, yeah. Yeah, well, close Is enough. Professor X uh, circumcised? <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Graham Norton. <laughs> you guys watch a lot more Graham Norton than we do. Honestly, <laughs> I love them. I just absolutely love them. You just watch it, just waiting for the really weird bits that, that just come up, because he asks the questions that no other talk show host would. Absolutely, really. yeah. Oh, he's great. He's great. I just don't know how much of it. Like, we we never watch it. 
I don't know. Maybe we should. We ju when there's something really good and it's on YouTube, I might see that bit then. Like I, I saw Will Smith rapping and things like that. So, because he had Carlton on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that was the second time he was on. Sadly, they were promoting After Earth at the time, and he had his uh, kid on. Yeah. They had, uh, uh, yeah. Incidentally, kids, I noticed that After Earth is now available on Netflix UK, so uh, be sure not to click on it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Scrolling news, scrolling news. Well, I mean, um, are, are, are we really surprised that Patrick Stewart is kind of scaling back on doing anything i mean well he's got a new wife and he just got his tv show canceled um and he's he's what 75 76 and his wife's oh, in her 50s so yeah, no, yeah. he's no, no, he's no. got to be directing his energies you know careful where he's putting them or where it's he's putting it because apparently <laughs> according to a recent interview on graham norton by the way uh there was my husband uh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> um yeah basically saying yeah by the way my wife just told me i'm not circumcised and he went to his doctor and it's apparently true um, so now everyone in the whole world knows that sir patrick stewart is not cut <laughs> okay wait 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 wait. Pa he patrick didn't know he didn't know he didn't know um, how do you not <laughs> pa never mind i don't know i don't want that's a rabbit hole i uh, don't want to go down <laughs> patrick stewart's wife is less than a month older than me I was going to say, she, she's like 40 years younger than him. She's yeah. pretty. <laughs> well, yeah, she's well, only he's Sir 38. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's, Sir, he's Sir Patrick Stewart. He can marry who the heck he wants. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure it works quite like that, Jen, but just uh, one. You, you there. Come. Come on. <laughs> but, but would, you, would, you, would you ever say no to Captain Picard? Really? Really? <laughs> I wouldn't, but that's me, and it would make for a lot of awkward conversations with my friends and family, but... You know, <laughs> it, it would be unfair to assume everybody would be of that attitude, but there you go. Yeah. Well, and, everyone for and, the longest time thought him and Sir Ian McKellen were a couple anyway, but. Yeah. Uh, I, but then again, I, I look forward to getting to my late 60s and getting a new wife that's too young for me now. So it <laughs> seems to be the way things are going. It's, it's so Allison doesn't listen to this show then, right? Is that what you're saying? Well, I, she's older than me. I'm assuming she'll die first. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Wow! Okay. <laughs> it's so going to be me that dies first because cause she's mm -hmm. going to kill me. So that's. <laughs> when she starts getting into the back catalog of this show, she's like, what? <laughs> she never listened. She listened to her first podcast with me on for the first time a couple of weeks ago uh, because when we covered the Prince tunes coming onto streaming services on Take It or Leave It. I called the episode, I, my name is Prince, and she saw that while she was sat at my desk on the screen and listened to that to hear what we said about Prince. Ah. That's all she listens to. She doesn't care. She does. My, my wife doesn't listen to my shows either, so it's uh, yeah. like... No, she doesn't <laughs> listen. So, and say what I want, really. And say what I want. Um, my, did, I, did I ever tell you why my wife doesn't listen to my shows? No. The sound of your voice. Yeah, her exact oh, yeah. quote was, I get enough of your opinions every day. I don't need to listen to them while I'm driving. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. But but not in any way unreasonable. I, well, no, I, I, I don't blame her at all. Yeah. 
Shelly, if, if it mattered, yeah. you'd have said it to me in conversation, face to face. I don't need to be driving around listening to a recording of you. That's Jeez. yeah. In actual it, fact, yeah. it's a bit weird if people who we're with listen to our shows, isn't it? <laughs> That's a little odd. Like, Rich, I, mm. I love you so much. I just needed to listen to you while I was on my break at work. Stalker. <laughs> like, yeah, it's odd. It's odd. <laughs> I don't blame her for not listening. I've I've never felt bad about it. I wouldn't listen to her shows. I didn't. That was so, you know, there you go. You were on most of them. Well, that's another reason to not listen to them, though. <laughs> you know. Now, the one that does bother me is my, my aforementioned friend, Carol, who always claims she doesn't have time to listen to my shows, and yet the crap she watches on TV all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, oh, so you had time to watch that, but, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see. Oh, I've just been, rem- I've seen a picture of Michael Jackson as I scroll through the news. It just reminded me, did you see the video of the guy with his baby in the holder thing and he made the baby dance to beat it? No. No. Oh, I wonder if, I. you never know with internet things. Is it a new thing I saw this week or did someone discover it from 15 years ago and that kid's <laughs> in college and all that sort of thing? But it was very funny, and he made the baby do the leaning forward thing like Michael Jackson. <laughs> Have you all seen that there, there's a, 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 a New Zealand, a dude from New Zealand, uh, it's called How to Dad, and it's, it's brilliant. <laughs> this guy's always, he does videos on YouTube, it, never mind. <laughs> I'm going to stop now. Moving on. <laughs> They have uh, shown a picture of the cast minus one person of the new Han Solo film, not in costume except for Chewie. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, the dude that was that was uh, the stand-in for Chewbacca on uh, on The Force Awakens is kind of he he's now doing Chewie full time. Yep. There's there's yep. not even any mention of Peter Mayhew, which no, you know the dude is really hurting. You know when you are that tall, yeah. You know, he's he's seven foot something. Uh, I, I think he may have acromegaly. Yeah, um, I think he does because he walks with a cane constantly now. Yeah, he, he's in, you know, your your human knees are bad enough at normal heights. Uh, once you get over six foot seven, six foot eight and up into the, you know, they just don't work anymore. And, uh, you know, he was only playing Chewbacca in The Force Awakens for like close ups and sitting scenes and stuff like that anyway. Uh, so, you know, Peter Mayhew, I, you know, Bless him for for putting on the, the the fur again at all, but I think I think maybe we'll only see if we see him again at all. We'll only see him in the in the main saga movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I totally understand. He's very old now, and and well, they all are. Yeah, yeah. You, and you're absolutely right. He's uh, he's not in the best of health. I don't think. Um, and to be fair, from a fan point of view, it, it's Chewbacca. Um, we, you don't know who's in there. Well, that's not entirely true. I've seen, you know, you need to find someone who, who is at least close to the same facial shape. Uh, because I've seen plenty of people in Chewbacca outfits and like, that is not even close. You sure it wasn't just a shit Chewbacca outfit though? Like you don't see any of his face. It's the shape of his face. But but it's the it's the, it's the shape of his skull and stuff like that. It, it you know it it does it does matter a bit. Yes, you've got a little more leeway, but you know then like you know someone playing, uh, you know the young Han Solo should have some resemblance to a young Harrison Ford, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. But, which uh, he does actually, which is kind of scary. <laughs> um, 
but but I think there's I think there there are subtleties. The the guy they've got playing Chewy. Pardon me. Hmm. <laughs> Beer is good food. Um, <laughs> the 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 guy that's play that that uh, and I forget his name. It's it's I think he's Dutch. Uh, it's, or, or uh, yeah, he's Dutch. Uh, uh, let me look it up. Hold on. It, it's it's got about a million syllables and a lot of triple consonants and stuff. So, um, but I mean, he he does he he does bear enough of a resemblance. You know, the the shape of his head is close enough that it you're not sitting there going, "That's not quite right." Like, you know, a lot like the uh, the 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 CGI Tarkin was just not quite right there. Um, I never had a problem with him as as Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. I would like them to get that woman in who did the thing in her car, and let her. <laughs> oh, with her hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, his name is. Uh, let's see, where is it? I just had it too. <laughs> yeah, he is Dutch, uh, and he's only—he's like actually a couple inches shorter than Mayhew, but. Uh, apparently he had studied how, even to the point that he studied how Mayhew walks yeah. um, his his movements and everything um, so yeah I mean he's it's going to be good it's going to be good um, the fact that he's done so much preparation for it you know um, shoot but uh, look it up people google it new, new Chewbacca actor <laughs> yeah and and that's the thing. He didn't just they didn't just go, Oh, let's just get any tall dude and put him in a Chewbacca suit. They you know, they they made they put the effort in to find someone who you know, and he's like what? He's like eighteen or something like that. The, yeah, you know, he's, the, he's in his early twenties. Yeah. Yeah. So. And you know, and yeah, he studied Mayhew and and Mayhew loves him. He he has he doesn't have a bad word to say about him from the making mm-hmm. of the of Force Awakens. So Mind you, yeah, you have to audition because some people are just awful. There was yeah. some, I saw some footage of an audition for Walking Dead Walkers the other day, and it's just where they get a big room and invite whoever wants to go and say, "All right, do your best Walker thing," and it's footage of that, and it's hilarious. And you're like, "How can you fuck that up?" But there are people who can't do it; they just walk. You're like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> just stop it. Yeah, his name is, uh, I found it, his name is Junas, J-O-O-N-A-S, Suotamo, <laughs> S-U-O-T-A-M-O, T- Suotamo. He's blonde, I mean, he's he's so surfer, dude, it's, it's not even funny the way you see him out of the costume. Um, but he's like, uh, yeah, he's about two or three inches shorter than Mayhew, but yeah, he's studied pretty much everything about Chewbacca ever uh and he met me mayhew obviously on the set of force awakens they are like best friends now um and he approves of him taking over the role so yep there you go <laughs> excellent i've been searching frantically for more movie news and i can't find any so if there isn't you... anything okay <laughs> right uh, you know okay. when i went when well, i went I looking had... oh sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, the only other thing that I've got is, uh, we know the Logan movie is going to be good. Why? Because, because Fox had almost no interaction with the director or the script. That is a positive sign. (laughs) 
they've come out and said that they had very little to do with either, which means it's actually going to be good. <laughs> well, it has a better chance of being good. <laughs> People say it's very good, you know, so it, it could happen. The trailers look awesome. And I know that it's that's a dangerous trap uh, because I've been saying like the trailer for Alien Covenant looks good, but it's going to take a lot of people I trust seeing that movie and saying it's worth watching for me to even think about seeing it mm-hmm. after after Prometheus because the trailers for Prometheus looked awesome. Um, like, yeah, th- I was also psyched for that, and then. Yeah. Mm. Fuck you, Ridley Scott. <laughs> oh, actually, it's a side. Well, Damon thing. Lindelof too. Fuck well, Damon yeah, Lindelof. yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it's a side thing. Have you heard that they're possibly in talks for Michael Fassbender to take over as Bond? Okay, I think everybody but I have been tapped as possibly taking over. As <laughs> Not Bond. Michael Fassbender. No, they were. Look, if Daniel look, Daniel Craig's doing at least another one, and they're not going to start looking now. They're not. They're well, not going to do know. it. Well, they've Craig still got the old guy. Not, uh, Craig keeps saying he's not doing another one. So no, he is. Yeah, he's I on the, this he's, was his last one. Yeah, he's is got he? one more. Yeah, it does he? I thought the last one was his last one. Okay. He well, they're, they're saying that. I mean, that yeah, they've said Tom Hiddleston. They've, but the latest is that they're thinking they've been talking like Michael Fassbender. I'm like, uh, he doesn't really have the look. No. Just like Hiddleston doesn't have the look. I. I Mm. if they had gotten well that too but i was thinking if they had gotten hugh jackman like 15 years ago maybe oh see hugh jackman was always thrown around with it but i i don't know i don't think he'd have been right i i think he's close but i i still don't think he's right um i think what's going to happen is the same thing that's happened every time they've picked a new bond it's going to be somebody just on the fringes of famous. Yeah. Who's maybe 35, 40 ish at the most who, you know, has that, that scrappy yet suave character uh, quality that bond needs to have. So we're assuming that Daniel Craig will do one more as well. I mean, this is, let's see if it's actually on his IMDb. <coughs> Excuse me while I Google. You know, plus the fact Craig has been so outspoken about not wanting to do another one. Mm-hmm. Is it really hellish to do a Bond movie now? Is is there uh, some reason? So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, especially so. when stunts are in it. Yeah. Do you know what? When he first started, when he did Casino Royale, I remember seeing him in an interview asking, being asked, is it a physical thing? And he just sort of coolly sniggers like, well, if you don't get hurt, you're not doing it right. And uh, <laughs> then you see him ask the same question about Spectre. It's like, I'm nearly 50. My knees are fucking killing me now. <laughs> oh. you know, it's weird. So. If you notice that Daniel Craig bonds are coming to like the Star Treks, like every other one is good and the other one sucks. Yeah. Only, Have you noticed? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I, you know, he's getting a bit, he is getting a bit old for it because I think it does hurt you. I think I'd feel too old for well, it as Roger I am. Moore. Roger Moore was too old for it about halfway oh, through his movies. God, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, but it was yeah. also a different world back then, too. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think it will be someone on the fringes of famous, perhaps someone that comes from television, because that happened more often than not. Sean Connery was by far the most famous person to ever play uh, James mm-hmm. Bond. Um, 
And I think we're looking at it happening. Assuming Daniel Craig does the next one, that's not happening in 2017. So I think we'd be looking at either a late 2018 or a 2019 release. So we're looking for someone who's about 35 to 40-ish in three or four years' time mm-hmm. um, who's currently on television. And I don't know who that is. <laughs> you know, that's the odd thing. I think what I'd need is a casting director to do their job and bring me a load of people that I could see. Uh, see, I still with. say, it, I, uh, except he's starting to get too old, I still say Idris Elba would be perfect. Yeah, but too About old. About five and, years ago. Yeah. Five years yeah. ago. And not certainly not in another three years. <laughs> you know what I just realized is that casting Bond and casting the Doctor are almost an identical problem. Yeah, you notice... You know, so well, uh, I'm I'm still saying uh, there's they're, they're all saying now that like Tilda Swinton is perfect for it. Oh, I'm I would like, love yes, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton I, would be perfect for it, but I don't think she would do it. No, yeah, I don't. No, think why would she do that? I yeah. I I'd, I'd much rather have the job the job of casting the Doctor because you've got far less restriction there. I mean, with James mm. Bond, it's got to be a guy aged between thirty five and forty, who's uh, very suave who's and good looking and yet yeah. tough, but not too big. You know, and can be British or is British, and that's it. With the doctor, poof, he's got to be a person with a head yeah. or her. We've established <laughs> now. Or her, yeah. Um, so anything could happen. I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with a black female doctor. That would be cool, actually. So. Oh wow! You know, I'd much rather get. Oh shit! You just gave me an idea. Hmm. Who? I don't know her name. And uh, all right, uh, what you guys talk while in? I look. Uh, well, I don't. I, I'm afraid of tipping my hand too soon for for when we get to what we've been watching. Um, hang on, let me let me find her name. And I may my my audio may suck for a second while I'm looking this up. Okay. Because my internet blows. I love how um, I, we actually heard the sound of looking up then. Because we never hear your keyboard. That's not a, con- you know, if we heard that all the time, I'd have said something, but we heard I, it then. I'm used, yeah, I never do because I don't do anything while I'm on because my internet is so bad. What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Give me the cast. We've cast. Uh, um, Dominique Tipper. Okay. Have you all watched The Expanse? No. Yes. Okay. She's Naomi. Oh, and she is amazing. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. She well, she's a little young, but then again, so is Matt Smith. (laughs) Yeah, that's the. the, I I am expecting that they will skew the next Doctor Young, uh, because I I loved Peter Capaldi. I am so sad he's leaving. Um, He was has been my favorite Doctor since probably Christopher Eccleston. Um, but I think that the, the, the bean counters and the demographics people are going to say we lost all of the young girls that were, sw- and, and, and young guys, uh, that were swooning over Matt Smith and David Tennant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so you got your old doctor. Now we're going to go back to a young guy who is pining for his companion, blah, 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 blah. Oh I God, I got tired of that after I did too, but I, I think that's yeah. what they're, I'm fully expecting them to go back to that. Because uh, there was Rose, and then there was Martha, and then the, and then finally we had a, a 
you know, Catherine Tate's character who didn't pine over him. And, and I was actually, first she was annoying and then she grew on me as the season mm-hmm. went on. Um, which I think was the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I still miss Martha. Martha was my favorite. Poor, poor Freema Agiga, blah, 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> Shane can pronounce her name. I can't. Uh, <laughs> it's Agiman. I, 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 I don't know. Anyway, uh, she was, she got, she, you know, she was the uh, uh, Timothy Dalton. Or which, which one, which was it Pierce Brosnan or Timothy Dalton that came first? Dalton. Yeah. Dalton came first. Yeah. yeah. Who, who got, or the George Clooney who got totally shafted by the writers when they, when they took over the icon, iconic role. Um, you know, there was absolutely nothing wrong with her performance as Martha, but the writers just didn't know what the hell to do with her. Yeah, I think uh, that was a problem. Um, cause I saw her in, in, uh, law and order, uh, was it UK law and order UK or law and order London or, um, uh, I think whatever it was UK. called. And yeah, there's so many law and orders that I've lost track. <laughs> yeah. That, that was fun because she was in it and, um, Jamie Bamber was in it. Using his actual, well, his real accent, voice. Yeah. <laughs> which is like whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I mean, she's an amazing actor. She's really good, and but Martha was just so badly used by the writers, and and I I I still feel sorry for her because she's the she's the companion everybody hates, but it wasn't her fault. I didn't hate her. I didn't hate her. I thought she was lovely. Hmm. But anyway, Naomi, whatever her name is, I think would be a great, she'd be a great female doctor. Wow. We've put the world to rights tonight, haven't we? Gosh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's actually been a couple of countdowns of you know, people who should play the doctor. And I still say, uh, uh, shoot, the, uh, the guy who's Q in, in the films, the James Bond films now, uh, Ben Wishaw, I think he would be perfect. He's on the list. Because he's still young. Yeah, he's on the list. Hey, he's still young. He's semi well known, and he has the spark that could. He would bring it back to like the Matt Smith, David Tennant type doctor. Yeah, he would. He would. Um, I think you're right. He would be a, definitely an interesting uh, pick. But he's doing another TV show right now, so I don't think they're going to be able to get him. Unfortunately. Well, it, it's it's going to be just like I said with Bond. It's going to be somebody that is very slightly known. It's going to be a youngish, 20 to 30th something British white guy. And we're all going to go, oh, well, another yeah. opportunity missed. Yeah. Mm. But it'll be fun. And then in three years when he leaves, we'll all be like, ah, I can't live without him. <laughs> Yep, that, that that tends to happen. We always go through. It's like the the oh, they're getting a new one. Oh, we can't deal. Oh, he's okay. And then we're like, oh, he's great. And then he leaves. Oh, we're getting a new one. Oh, he's okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's your life as a Doctor Who fan, everybody. That's right. That's yep. right. <laughs> they know it all too well. All too well, I'm afraid. Yeah, I was like, it's so, I was so mad when Eccleston left. I was like, he is now my doctor. I love him. He is like number two behind T- Baker. Oh, and then T- yeah. Tenet came and I was like, this, oh, okay. He's actually likable. All right. <laughs> I loved Eccleston. Tenet, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll admit, I didn't dislike him, but I was, I was not like when, when he left. Well, okay. When he announced he was leaving, I was like, okay. 
this will be sad. And then the way they milked his last episode really pissed me off. Yeah, I was kind of. Mm, but then Matt Smith came in. I didn't ever Smith really. Awesome. I didn't ever really warm to him. I I don't know. There was just something off about him. To me, I don't know. I'm weird, I guess. <laughs> and on that bombshell, let's go to our picks of the week. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I don't mind. But if go ahead. Okay. I've watched a lot of crap this week. Let's see. So, oh, actually, on the recommendation of Boz last week, I watched the Poughkeepsie tapes. You might remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, are, aren't you supposed to read something tonight? Yes, I am. Sorry. Shit. Yes. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah, do that let's, first. Let's do that first. Then we'll talk about <laughs> Boz after we've pretended to be. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I'm not going to do a Boz impression. I can't do a Boz impression. No one can. It's impossible. So <laughs> he sent in a Boz isn't here tonight because he's at Fright Fest, uh, and he sent us a, a thing in Glasgow. So I'm going to mm-hmm. read it out now. So imagine I'm Boz. Um, hello, all. It's Boz. I'm here in Glasgow at Fright Fest watching lovely shiny new movies. Rich said he would kindly read this as I am sending my John Wick two review by text. Well, you know those bits you liked about the first one. Well, just keep adding to that, really, and you get John Wick 2. More action, more guns, more bone-crunching takedowns. And to that, an extremely rich mixture of overly opulent sets and vistas and a seemingly unending supply of henchmen, and you have a slightly overlong, satisfying, gun-toting death fest. I like the sound of that so far. Hey, yeah. The Bond-esque tooling-up montage is great fun, too. There are obviously points that one could criticize, like the fact that the DOP decided that any straight line on a set must have a line of white LEDs stuck to it, and the menace of one character not paying off as satisfactorily as one would hope. Sorry, did you want to... By the by, just just for those of you that aren't in the know, DOP is Director of Photography. Mm -hmm. Sorry, everybody. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Director of Photography. Uh, On the whole, however, it's a big, dumb... uh, I've missed my line. Fun gun movie. And for me, that's all I could have asked for or was expecting. Keanu's, Keanu is as you would expect, and to my joy, Ian McShane is far more prominent. Add to this that John's new doggy nearly stole the show for me. In other news, I've just seen the new Gajira movie. Is that it? Godzilla. Godzilla, yeah. Uh, Godzilla. Low, I approve. Within the scope of the previous Japanese canon films I've seen, it seems to be a reboot, so keep a lookout for Shin Godzilla which is cool. just Godzilla's lower leg, I think. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you need. I, yeah. <laughs> I almost saw Shin Godzilla in the movie theater. It was playing for one freaking night here, and I work... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, my job as a theater technician usually involves working a lot of nights and weekends, but my job as a theater, a tech theater teacher means... I rarely have to work nights and weekends. The movie was playing the one of two nights <laughs> that I had to work. Oh no. I was so pissed. So yeah. I, I think I need to, uh, to consult the, uh, the, the darker areas of the web. I need to see this movie. Is it worth? Okay. I've never heard of any of this, so I don't know. It, it's okay. Shin Godzilla is, or Shin Gojira, whatever is the new, uh, Godzilla movie released by Toho, by the actual uh, movie studio that owns Godzilla. This isn't mm-hmm. like a new 
CGI. This is the company, you know, that has made all of the Godzilla movies with a dude in a rubber suit. And okay. those are the movies I love. Okay. And I, I really need to see this new movie. And that's, that's what it is. So Shin Godzilla. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you to Buzz for that. And I hope you have more fun at Fright Fest. It sounds like good fun. I wish I was mm-hmm. there, kind of, to be honest. Mm. But, you know, some of us have to work. <laughs> he says, Yeah, but what are you doing? <laughs> 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 no, I know. I know. Don't worry. It's, it was done on purpose. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I watched the Poughkeepsie tapes, which was a horror film Boz recommended to me last week uh, as sort of like the definitive found footage movie. And it's horrendous. Not in a bad film kind of way, more in a oh my god, that's fucked up kind of way. Yeah. Ah, one of those. It okay. was it was very good. I did enjoy it. It's extraordinarily creepy. It's definitely a horror. It's not supernatural, uh, as so many of the found footage movies tend to be, um, which makes it even more fucked up. And yeah, it's it's good. So I seriously recommend tracking down a copy. And giving it a bit of a watch there if you're into that sort of thing. If you don't like found footage horror movies, it's probably not for you. I don't think this mm. is going to be the film that turns you around on them, you know. Um, but it's it's a he's right that that is just a glorious example of the found footage horror movie. So mm. well done there. Mm. Um, I also have watched. I I continue my watch of. Uh, the Dick Van Dyke show. Seriously, people, if you haven't at least given it a go by now, have I not mentioned it enough? You know, um, Sinister two has arrived on Netflix. If you remember the film Sinister with Ethan Hawke and some other people in it, that was actually pretty good. It scared the shit out of Alison. And, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, Sinister two, obviously the sequel, it's a direct follow on. And, uh, it's actually pretty good. I, I enjoyed it as well. I, we could sit and debate whether it's as good as the first one all night, you know, but that would be an incredible waste of everybody's time involved. Um, it's on Netflix. I mean, really, what's it going to hurt? Give it a go. If you don't like it, turn it off. It's hard to be wrong recommending stuff on Netflix. But the thing that I unexpectedly devoured this week was the People versus O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story, mm. with Cuba Gooding Jr. and john travolta and david schwimmer and all those other people as well all of it i just watched it all just that was easy to watch Mm -hmm. and it was very interesting and entertaining i enjoyed it a great deal um that is also on netflix here at the moment uh the bbc have just done a massive documentary series about oj simpson for some reason it's like nine hours long um it's as long as ken burns the civil war so there's obviously a lot to say about O.J. Bloody Simpson. Um, and he's quite a, an interesting yet hateful character. And so to watch the dramatization of all that stuff that we just watched the documentary about was quite fun. And uh, I, I, I would recommend that as well if you didn't give it a go when it was on TV, which wasn't that long ago now I think about it. No, it was just a few months ago over the summer. Um, it's won a bunch of awards. Yeah, See, I remember sitting through that whole shit for real. I don't want to deal with it again. Yeah, that's why I didn't watch it either. I was like, I re- we all remember when that actually happened. I, I remember Sarah too. Sarah Wilson's been doing really good. 
she's been getting like all the awards for it. So <clears throat> yeah, she's, she's in good. that. Um, uh, owns it. To be honest, she's very good. Everyone in it's very good. I I don't know about John Travolta. Um, well, John Travolta is he almost always plays himself too. <laughs> Everything they make Either him. Bit, you know. He, he mm. looks very odd in it. Um, because of the makeup, or yeah. Um, there's there's hair that's clearly not his. And who's he playing? Um, oh, one of the lawyers. Hang on. I'm I'm imagining typing noises if you can if you can't hear them. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what I was doing. I just need to bring this thing up on IMDb. American Crime Story: People versus O.J. Simpson. What's his name? It's Robert something. I have to get it right. Robert Shapiro. Is who oh, really? Playing. Yes. And so he looks nothing like him. That's the thing. Yeah, he has. It's so yeah, hair that's obviously not his, eyebrows that are obviously not his, and it's the combination of the two that make him look just extremely odd. Um, look at this point. I I I want to say this to John Travolta. John, we're all your friend here, and <laughs> we've had some really good times together. And I just want to say to you that if you're bald and gay, that's totally cool. Doesn't mean we can't have fun together anymore in future film projects. You know, that's cool if you're those things. So don't feel you have to hide it and try and be something that you're not because no one is going to hate you for those things. Well, obviously some dickheads might, but they are just dickheads. So, <laughs> right. It's okay. To be bald and gay, that's okay. I just wanted to say that to you. You, you, you take that on board or not? That's cool. I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of love in the world still, however fucked up a place it sometimes sounds. And you know, be yourself, John. Be yourself, and then go and do some funky disco dancing. We'd like that. Do you remember Saturday Night <laughs> Fever? Pointing, <laughs> brilliant. Go and do that, or a film with some talking babies again. Anything, you know, it's all cool. It's all cool, John. There. Just wanted to put that out there. He's so bald, you know. You just look at him. He's like, yeah, he's a bald man. <laughs> look, look at that. Anyway, you just got to embrace it. Just yeah. embrace it. Shave it off. Never just be buy like a bottle of shampoo again. Yeah, be like <laughs> Sean Connery and just say, screw it. <laughs> exactly. It's cool, John. Or as he would say it, screw it. <laughs> Yeah. You have to I, say it like Sean Connery, you know. I, I just get the feeling with John Travolta in particular, I, I feel like the, the general word is that he's he's hiding a lot about himself. And I feel it's I feel bad for him for that. That's all. Well, you know, the, the, the problem is and it's not quite as bad for men as it is for women, but it's still it's still bad for men, is the Hollywood machine really puts a lot of uh, pressure on people to not age. Mm, very <clears throat> true. And as horrible as it is, uh, you know, and, and again, it's, it's, you know, the, the women are certainly far more uh, affected by this than the men are, you know, men get distinguished and, uh, uh, but, but still, you know, Travolta was always his, his look was always the, the young hottie. And so, you know, even, even if you go back to Pulp Fiction, he was not, 
you know, he had the, the, the slick back hair and, and he was the, the, the assassin or whatever, you know, the hitman, whatever. Um, no one has ever accepted Travolta as being as aging, uh, you know, in hairspray, he had so much makeup on and he wasn't even playing a, a man. So, you know, I, I loved him in hairspray. I thought he was one of the best things. Uh, in the I still divine will always be uh, divine disgusts me. So oh, <laughs> I know that was, that anyway. was her thing, but, um, anyway, but, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I kind of understand it. And, you know, it, it, it makes me sad when you see an aging star trying so hard to not age, but it's really hard to blame them for it. Yeah. Because yeah. they get so much pressure from the business mm, and that's, well, that's what needs to change. Yeah. Actually, it's funny because I saw a story earlier this week and we didn't talk about it because I didn't think it would be all that relevant but have you heard about david cassidy and he's saying he has dementia now because it's in it runs in his family and have you seen pictures of him lately i mean you could know he was still alive (laughs) yeah you you could bounce balls off his face he's had Mm. it stretched so much it's so sad that he's had to do that um he has not let himself age gracefully obviously so he's had a few things done to himself um he looks awful <laughs> unfortunately he's definitely not the teen heartthrob that everyone remembers from Archer family I, I he was one of my heroes as a kid i totally understand how it screws people up i i have just no concept of what it must be like really you know it, it's crazy stuff being famous and being a heartthrob being desired by people like that very odd. Yeah. So that's what I've been watching. I've got Captain Ron lined up, ready to go as well, which is a classic from 1992 with <laughs> uh, Sean. Shaw. No, not Sean. Uh, Ma- uh, Martin Short and uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt yeah. Russell. That's yeah. If you if you haven't seen Captain Ron, I I in fact out of all of the things, isn't Goldie Hawn in that one too, or is that another movie? That's a different movie. Um, oh, okay. Captain Ron is where uh, Martin Short's family inherit a boat and decide to take a, a sail on it before it's sold. And they hire a captain to help them out on this trip, who is Captain Ron, played by Kurt Russell, who is Russell. absolutely fucking hilarious in this movie. So <laughs> go and watch Captain Ron from 1992. That's a good one. I also have the 1990 Captain America lined up, but I'm not in any way recommending that. That's just what I choose to do to myself when I'm alone. Um, I saw that when it was aired. I watched it. I admit it. <laughs> See, that should say I a lot. Well, not when it came out. Not when it was in theaters. No, when it aired. This is yeah. this is a low quality TV movie from nineteen. That, that, that's a two bowl two bowl movie at least, Rich. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it is because <laughs> well because he doesn't have the normal hat, so they made him wear a bicycle uh, a motorcycle helmet the whole time. With the wings on it, yeah. Is it that yeah. one with the mo- Yeah. Hang on, let, let me see if that's the one I've got. Then I don't know. Didn't have. It, it came out around the same time that the Flash TV show was on. Oh, it's got. This has got. Oh, what's his name? He's in the Superman films. He's Otis in the Superman films. He's in. Oh, uh, Beatty, uh, Ned Beatty. Ned, Ned Beatty. Beatty. He's in this, and gosh, it looks. And Have you ever spoof. heard the 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 the, uh, the the spoof film? Uh, not the spoof film. The spoof song. Ned Beatty had the hardest part. No, no I've I never haven't. heard it. It's 
Oh, God, I, Darren I used to McGavin's to... in this. Sorry. Um, carry Who? on. Darren McGavin, the dad in A Christmas oh, Story. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Freeze in the and, and proper And the Night Stalker, Kolchak. Yeah. Um, no, there was, there was, you know, I used to listen to Dr. Demento when I was a kid. I don't know if you've oh. ever heard of it over in England. Um, but there was a song. It was to the tune of the uh, Tom Petty song, uh, The Waiting is the Hardest Part. And it was Ned Beatty had the hardest part. It was all about his role in Deliverance. Oh, <laughs> yeah i don't know how much money they had to pay him to do that scene oh my gosh <laughs> anyway in america movie looks awful by the way it is, just, it is, it is pretty bad. bad awful it's very very bad it's it's not the the motorcycle helmet one i i know there is a oh it isn't okay one, but okay this, this isn't that one that i've got this is this solid piece of molded rubber one uh, the outfit looks appalling. Uh, I you if if anybody dressed up as Captain America at the last Halloween, you did it better than it was done in this movie. Um, yeah. If I did it made up of items I found in this room right now, I'd be. He's got the helmet on, but his ears are sticking out. It's like you would lose your ears in the first week, sunshine. That you mm-hmm. would just be horrible. Chris Evans doesn't have his ears out; they're in his helmet. No. Because what's yeah. the point of a fucking helmet otherwise? Really? I don't know. The Romans knew that. They had ear flaps. You see? <laughs> they knew. They had all kinds of... All their dangly bits were covered over in the, in yeah. those times. Because you, you, you want to keep them. You and keep they them. weren't circumcised. So, hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it all back. All they right. Weren't, yeah. They they did have armor specifically to prevent that from occurring in battle. <laughs> yes. Because if you want it to happen at all, it's not by the sword of someone who's pissed off at you. That's new. No. You need a small knife and someone who's really taking their time. That's Jen, what have you been watching? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's my turn finally. Um uh, I've been watching more Stranger Things. I can only watch like a couple episodes at a time because it's that intense. Um so I'll get through it eventually. Um they have finally given a release date for Iron Fist, which will be out in uh, a month or so. Looking forward to it. Um, I've caught up on This Is Us. Uh, the Let's put it this way. They have found a way in just about every episode of this TV show. And it is a NBC show, by the way. It is not cable. It's not Netflix. It's not Amazon. They make me cry every single episode. It's uh, this last one. Um, if I say too much about it, I'll spoil it. That's the problem. But did it make uh, you cry? Very much so. I was crying know. throughout the whole thing. Uh, a major character dies. I'm not going to say who. You'll figure it out if you watch any of the promos anyway. Um, what is the show uh, about? I've heard people talking about it, but no one says anything about the show. Um, it's basically... Uh, okay, so here it is. Here is a couple in 1980 who have triplets, or at least are pregnant with triplets. Unfortunately, one of the children does not survive, is stillborn. But a black child has been brought to the hospital the same exact day, a black baby. Um, So they decide to adopt that child as their third. And so it's about them growing up with, you know, as triplets. And it's also in the present where they're uh, mid-30s adults in their lives then. So it goes back and forth in time 
between when they're kids and when they're adults. Mandy Moore plays their mom. Uh, Milo the Peter from Heroes plays his their dad, and he's amazing in it. Um, uh, one of the actors actually from the, the OJ things in the show as the adult black child, Sterling K. Brown. Um, he's amazing. Uh, uh, so what it's set up as is the, the oldest brother, he is a TV show star who quits his job on the TV show because they're not doing it serious enough and he felt he was being typecast. The middle child is the girl and she is, has an, a weight problem. Um, and it's obviously due to a lot of childhood. She wasn't abused or anything. They've made that very clear, uh, at least not physically. Um, a lot of psychological issues. And of course, the Sterling K. Sterling K. Brown's character being adopted, he's had to deal with that. Um, the very first episode, he actually goes and meets his birth father. He finds his birth father. Um, and over the course of the show, it's been the relationship of the two of them rebonding and finding out why he was given up and you know, the, the usual adoptive child thing. Um, See, I, I was waiting for the punchline of, and they haven't told him he's adopted yet. And no, so he's, were... come on. <laughs> I mean, two white children. Okay. But, uh, it's actually, I mean, I can't say enough about the writing. I mean, usually when you watch a show like this, you always have the parents are always fighting and they're always da, 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 and there's strife and they divorce. I mean, no, seriously, the two parents, Mandy Moore and Milo are perfect together. They act like they're a real married couple. They have problems, but they get over it. They joke with each other. They're just perfect. Um, the, black child he he and his wife are beautiful together they they do they're kind of banter the same way they're a perfect couple there's no i mean sure they have their arguments but it's not like most of the other shows oh my god they're always fighting and there's always trouble and someone leaves or someone's cheating or someone's doing it no um it's one of the few shows where there's not all of that drama and i love it and a lot of other people apparently do too. They've already been uh, signed on for a second season. Um, if you get a chance, go back, watch all the episodes. If the, the show literally starts with her giving birth to the kids. <laughs> um, so it, it's, and they keep hinting because apparently uh, the dad, Milo, he's, they've already said at some point he's going to die. And they keep hinting he's going to be dead by the end of the season, and they won't say how. <laughs> and so I'm like, are they going to finally show it? Because seriously, I mean, that's not the spoiler of this week. This was so another character. Um, yeah, it's just like, get on with it. <laughs> and I think that's what's keeping everybody part of, well, besides the writing and the acting and everything else. Um, Maybe they I've, know I've, that, and that's why he's not dead yet. Uh, maybe, but uh, they got to get to that by the season finale. They have to because they keep they've been hinting at it pretty much all season. Um, so we'll see because they keep. I mean, they even had a, a scene where the daughter 
she's talking to her fiance and he's like, you never talk about how your father died. And she's like, well, you know, it was a very, very hard time in my life. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, and he actually says, how did he die? And she can't answer the question. I'm like, answer the question. Yeah. So I'm thinking they will not show it until the very last episode of the series or the season excuse me um i don't know but i love the show i love stranger things um i'm gonna finally start watching sherlock this weekend because i've been waiting on that um movies i haven't seen anything i'm waiting for logan next week so i will have a review of logan next week um that's it for me really (laughs) I've I've just been reminded of something else I saw that I wanted to recommend in case people didn't know it was back. The TV series Inside Number Nine is back on BBC One and uh, is brilliant as always and worth a watch. That's from two of the people who made The League of Gentlemen, um, if you've never seen it before. Each one is a self-contained little episode. It's definitely worth a watch. That wasn't much of a description. Really. <laughs> um, you know what it is. Everybody who knows what it is, it, it, it's fine. It's fine. It's back on is essentially all I'm saying. Stop talking, Richard. Uh, Rick, have you done your thing yet? Were you finished, Jen? No, I have not. I, ha- I have not. Go ahead. <clears throat> I, I have a few things uh, of, of several different media, actually. Mm. Um, first of all, uh, TV or slash uh, Amazon or sci-fi or whatever you want to call it, uh, The Expanse is back. And, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's okay. There are six episodes out. I watched them all last night. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I I loved season one of The Expanse, as I have mentioned on the show prior. And uh, several people are like, "Oh my god, season two of The Expanse is!" And I'm like, "Oh shit, it's back on!" And I kept forgetting to watch it. And last night at about eight o'clock, I started uh, uh, watching episode one of season two. At one o'clock this morning, I finished episode six of <laughs> season two. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> it is fucking amazing. Um, and was I right about Tom, about Jane's hair, the flip hair? Was I right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I cannot say enough good about this show. This is the kind of, you know, I am a hard science fiction fan. Okay. Um, and there has been very little of that in the past decade uh, available on television. Battlestar Galactica was the last thing that I can think of that really appealed to me. I like, I like, you know, when I say hard science fiction, that is a genre. Okay, that is, you know, it's not set in a quaint little town in midwestern, you know, in the Midwest of the U.S. where they're where they're doing sciencey things, and you have a, an, an adorable sheriff and his daughter, um, or a warehouse in the middle of nowhere where they have mystical things stored. You know, I don't like that kind of stuff. Okay, because it's too in this world. I, you know, I grew up watching Star Trek, and that's the kind of stuff I like. I like science fiction that takes me completely away from the world I live in. Um, and the expanse is that in spades. It's the first season was kind of like total recall meets Battlestar Galactica. Um, and they, they set up this really great universe. They did a lot of world building in the first season. The second season is just like, fuck it. We're going. (laughs) 
And the cool thing about it is there are six, there are six episodes to date. Okay. As mm-hmm. of February 25th, 19, uh, 2017, 19, Jesus, Rick, wait, <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> and you, you get to season, you get to episode six and episode, episode six, God damn it. Episode six ends. And you're like, is this the end of the show? Cause it really feels like it. And I had to do some research and I went online and, and no, absolutely not. It's based on a series of books that I haven't read. Uh, and episode six takes you through the end of the first book, but the mm-hmm. show is not done. Nope. And I am, I am so looking forward to what they're going to do because of where it ended now. It's like, okay, that was awesome. Where are we going to go from here? Um, I'll say the 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 end of this storyline felt like something out of a Heinlein novel. Mm. And if you're a, if you're a fan of Heinlein, uh, you know I I I consider that to be a compliment. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know it's it's a little strange. It's a little bizarre. Uh, I thought the 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 music at the end was a little like, all right, can we back off on the violins a little bit? <laughs> um, but I, you know, I don't stay up late anymore. I, you know, I have two children. My kids are up at, my, my daughter is up at seven, no matter what day it is. And so I don't stay up till one o'clock in the morning anymore. It's just, you know, it's just not something I do. I couldn't stop watching the show. You know, I, I got to the end of, of like the fourth episode. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll go to bed after this one. And, you know, I, 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 like halfway through it. And then you get to the end, like, no, nah, I got to see what's next. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, it's just, it's a brilliant show. It's really well done. It, the effects are awesome. The acting is almost universally fabulous. I, the, the lead dude kind of leaves me cold. Oh, Tom Shane. Well, uh, you have to, he grows on you. Yeah. He I did just, for me, but I knew him as the Punisher. So, you know, <laughs> Wait, are we are we talking the, the 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 captain of the ship? Oh, the captain! No, Thomas James is the detective guy. No, 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 no. no. He he's awesome. He he was he was fabulous. No, no, no. The 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 kid that's running the ship. I oh was, yeah, 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 yeah. Him. Oh God, I can't. He he. Him. And yeah, but I mean, he's the lead of the show, so you got to kind of put up with him. He's not bad. It's just kind of like really him. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. And the, the 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 special effects are fantastic. The 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 design of the last episode is so amazing. I, I just I can't rave enough about this show. The Expanse. It's a sci-fi show, but it's on Amazon. You have to pay for it, even if you have Prime. Uh, but if you have sci-fi, you can you you can watch it as it airs. I'm so loving this series. Oh, so um, season two is only just airing. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're only halfway. It's like episodes. It's up to episode six. I wondered why uh, we, we've only got season one on Netflix here. So that, that, that'll be why. Um, yeah. No, no. Season two's on Amazon. Yep. You, you have to pay for it, <coughs> which I, you know, for a, a buck 99 an episode was worth it to me. Um, I've also been, I finally got my hands on the Roddenberry Vault DVD or Blu ray. Nice. Uh, I've been watching, I've been, I've been kind of doling it out. If you're not familiar with the Roddenberry vault folks, uh, I guess about uh, four or five years ago now, Rod Roddenberry, Gene Roddenberry's son found, uh, literally found a vault of 
film that Roddenberry had squirreled away. And it's stuff saved from the cutting room floor. It's alternate takes, different angles. Uh, some of it is just, you know, like two seconds before they start the take that we saw on the show. But as a Star Trek fan, I have seen every second of every episode of the original series over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I'm not alone in this. Uh, and anything that's new that we haven't seen before is like gold to us Star Trek fans. And uh, Rod Roddenberry and the uh, Michael and Denise Okuda and a few others knew that. And when they found this stuff, they went through it and they went, let's put together uh, a, a Blu-ray slash DVD of all of this stuff that we, that we found. Um, and so the, it contains, I think like six episodes, six full episodes. And then a lot of, uh, you know, all of this bonus material that they found of alternate takes, uh, deleted scenes, uh, you know, little bits before and after the, the, the scenes that we've seen and it is fucking gold. You know, I, I can't think of anything, you know, nothing really stands out as being like, oh my God, that's amazing, earth shouting. It's just so cool to see original series Star Trek that I've never seen before. It's such a, you know, I haven't had this experience since, you know, 1973. Uh, and if you, if you are a TOS fan, if you're a Star Trek fan, I cannot recommend this highly enough. I've been, I've been watching it slowly, so I don't go through it all too quickly. Um, I'm only uh, there's four discs in there. I've I've watched the the the, uh, the 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 documentaries on two of them so far, and it's it's just amazing. It's wonderful stuff. Um, the other thing I've been doing is I've been listening to a really cool audio book, and that is uh, Neil Gaiman, who I'm sure we all know who Neil Gaiman is, uh, the author. Took and uh, he wrote a book of Norse mythology, told with his particular uh, storytelling style. And I've been listening to it uh, on, on audio from, from audible.com uh, and he's reading it. And it's just, it's just wonderful. Neil Gaiman is such an amazing writer and he's also a wonderful storyteller. And so if you're at all interested in Norse mythology, or if you like listening to Neil Gaiman talk, I cannot recommend this book, this, uh, this audio book highly enough because he has such a wonderful voice and he has such a wonderful way of telling these stories. Uh, and you know, it's, it's when, when you think about the fact that this stuff was somebody's religion and it still is, there are still followers of Thor and Odin out there now. Um, but you know, what we call mythology now was, was religion to people, you know, a thousand years ago. And he treats the material with great respect. And he has such a wonderful way of telling his stories it's just so much fun to listen to Neil Gaiman read the, the, the stories he has reinterpreted uh, for modern audiences. And it's just a lot of fun. Cool. Cool. You just cost me 20 quid on this bloody Blu-ray, by the way. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I plan to get it, too. It's just going to be next month, probably. Yeah, I'm not uh, getting it now. It's, it's Nintendo Switch week, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Neil Gaiman, American Gods comes out in April, folks. Yep which was a wonderful book. Um, I have a signed copy. <laughs> <laughs> signed by who? Uh, Neil Gaiman. 
the man himself. Yeah, all my books are signed. I just write my name in when I'm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, is no, that- I, I do have I do have an announcement, if I may. Okay. Announce away, sir. Uh, and this is the first official announcement of it. And Rich, you know what I'm about to say, and Jen, so do you. Yeah. <laughs> and we support. Uh, we we yeah. are here. For you. <laughs> I uh, a while back, I got the idea that I would like to uh, uh, bring Starbase sixty six back with a new cast, and I put the word out, and I got a few I got a few responses from people. Um, but I came to realize that maybe someday I'll get there, but I'm not at the point where I can hand the show over to other people. Uh, not yet. And, uh, while talking with, uh, my former co-hosts, uh, Ro Karen and Kennedy, uh, just, just. For the hell of it, I asked them if they would be willing to come back and 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 do the Starbase again. And much to my utter delight and shock, they both said yes. So uh, in three days, well, four days from now, Karen Kennedy and I will be recording the first episode of the rebirth of Starbase 66. I am so happy. I am too. I am <laughs> so Me too. Happy that <laughs> And then after after that first one, that's Karen Kennedy and I, then we will be bringing back, uh, we'll be doing the show monthly. It'll be once a month. Uh, I will be bringing back Unk and Camille and Jen has wonderfully agreed to join us on the show. Uh, and, uh, Richard will be joining us from time to time. And I have a ton of people I want to try to interview. And I am just so freaking excited to bring the Starbase back. I can't tell you. So folks, Starbase 66 is coming back. It's amazing. I'm, I, you know, the bit I'm looking forward to the most is speaking like that actually is a real Starbase that is part of the Simply Syndicate universe. <laughs> because that, that really was the bit I enjoyed the most. I mean, it's a brilliant podcast, but I, I loved the, the group delusion that we had a Starbase. Oh, I, I liked all the sound effects on. that were on the show. The, you know, the the swish door and the, yeah, so it was a, great. You know, I love. In an attempt <laughs> to bring that back right away, when you guys do get back to the Starbase, I bet you're really going to regret leaving that sandwich in the fridge before you left. That's, <laughs> that's all I'm saying because it's in space and it's mutated, and now it's a giant sandwich monster that you're going to have to deal with. So, oh. These that might things. have to be our our our, our show pet. Yeah. <laughs> Clean out the fridge before you leave the starbase for an extended period of time. Mm. Uh, I love it. That that was awesome. And make it so as <laughs> the three of us just lost in a pile of garbage ship somewhere in space. Ah <laughs> oh, dear. It'd be fun to bring all those shows back, but no. No, couldn't happen. <laughs> We don't. We don't all live in the same country anymore. That's that's a, a difficulty. But hey, yeah, oh. I'm so excited, so excited. Um, Me too. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Mike moved to Estonia to fill in that really of information for it. Yes, we are friends again. By the way, that what we got over that. Although, oh, we okay, good. 
we weren't friends for an extraordinarily long time and then we kind of got put in a situation where we had to be friends and then we were friends again so it was okay but he has moved to Estonia because he married an Estonian woman well that makes sense (laughs) that's it and if you could live anywhere other than here why would you not do that so I can't blame him Um, (laughs) you know I would leave if any country would like to extend a welcome to Alice and myself and Paisley, uh, let me know, please. Please you, do. You don't want to come here. <laughs> Except America, obviously. Obviously. Canada, I'm nudging you in the ribs. I'm just saying. You know. Um, Actually, I think you've got a better chance of getting in in Canada than I do right now. Yeah, well, isn't it point. part mine? I mean, isn't that how it works? Like, as a British person, yeah. I, I own a share in Canada anyway, or something. I, I don't know. Are, are, are they part of the UK, or...? No. <laughs> they're, part no. Of the, they're part of the Commonwealth, mm-hmm. which, oh, is, okay. which is something we, we speak proudly of when you realize it's a list of countries we used to own. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. Not even like, oh, isn't that a coincidence? No, it literally is. A list of countries we used to own that is the commonwealth of great britain and it's a lot of countries and they don't all like us anymore they didn't like us all in the first place either so you well, know they're sad <laughs> yeah but i believe i believe canada are a commonwealth country and australia and and lots of other ones that we took over with flags australia was a dumping ground really <laughs> And in many ways, still is, Jen. In many ways, still oh, is. Oh, I'm just so mean that. I am so sorry to oh, our Australian Oh, my God. I, I, I so suck. What? Uh, Al- Alice. Alice from Australia is going to be a regular host on the on the Starbase, too. Oh, oh I can't nice. believe it. Yes. I so, I'm sorry about Australia. It's, while we're, while we're shitting that. on Australia. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, you did. I didn't. I didn't mean it. I didn't. <laughs> It's lovely Australia, home of giant spiders, <laughs> crocodiles, and giant sp- small all spiders those that other probably crawl in your brain and poison and, you. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you can survive a week in Australia, you can live anywhere. <laughs> we'll never I know because I ain't ever fucking going there. <laughs> that's all there is to it. But New Zealand is lovely. Yes, that's what I had. There I would go. The fewer things designed to kill me, but not no things. <laughs> But hey, there are there are no things in this country that are designed to kill you. So whenever we venture out, it is with great trepidation. You know, <laughs> there, there's nothing here. There's nothing, nothing native to Britain can kill you. Nothing except another British person. That's that's it. <laughs> nothing's gonna grab you. Nothing's gonna poison you or bite you or lay its eggs in your brain. There's nothing. We have nothing. And everywhere else has at least one thing. So we're, we're technically all a little scared of everywhere else. <laughs> like It just blows our minds that you are alive somewhere where things can kill you. Where there are things like, oh, don't touch that. You'll get whatever wrong with you. We have nothing. Just don't touch that. It's <laughs> dirty, obviously. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, should we call time on this one then? Yeah, I, I, think, I think we're so. done, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you for listening everybody and once again I'm, I'm so sorry Australia I really was only joking I, I feel so bad about that now my now my apology sounds sarcastic and that's obviously I've apologized too much <sighs> stop digging a hole eventually you'll get to Australia 
<laughs> I love you, Australia. <laughs> because Australia is our other side of the world thing. You guys have China, don't you? Like where you all think China's on the other, and it's not. Nor is Australia no. on the other side of the world. But we really do. It's like here, it's we pretend Australia is on the direct polar opposite to this country, which it is. It is not. Um, anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our show and mad ramblings that I couldn't be bothered to edit out later. Uh, if you want to support our network, you can do that at simplysyndicated.com slash everything. Or you can pop over to Patreon at patreon.com slash simplysyndicated and help us out with that. Thank you to everybody who already does. You're all awesome, sexy people with big brains. And I like you very much. I like big brains and I cannot lie. I can't either. <laughs> He's right. And don't forget, check out some of the other shows on the Simply Syndicated Network, all at simplysyndicated.com. Have I said Simply Syndicated enough times yet? It's yet. all on there. We've got new shows that are coming out, like the return of Starbase 66 in a little while. But we've also got the, that new show Simon's doing called, uh, what? what is it? Dangerously Unprepared, which is about role-playing games role-playing games so if you're into all that stuff we've got a show for you and all the other shows like take it or leave it and what's the babylon 5 one? Oh, we haven't done that one in forever oh, you not done that one? <laughs> white star five white star white five. star five no the, and uh, other other shows they're all on the website you'll find them you <laughs> clever people so until next time we'll see you later bye-bye